believer in Jesus, and I came into recovery for uh, meth addiction and low self-worth and lots of anger. And uh, I really struggled with this question, and I prayed about it quite a bit. And, of course, it just disappeared. But anyway, uh, there it is. (laughs) Okay. Um, So how do you come up with just one thing? Uh, but I was doing, I do the Bible in a year on the U version, and um, I was listening to scripture one night, and this came up. And it's Isaiah 5 8, uh, 8 through 10. And um, it says, And now, isn't it wonderful all the ways in which this distress has goaded you closer to God? You're more alive, more concerned, more sensitive, more reverent more human, more passionate, and more responsible. He took an addicted, hopeless person, and he made me more. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that when I turn to you in times of trouble, you transform me, and you made me more, more useful for your kingdom. Thank you for letting me share. Howdy. I'm a very grateful believer in Jesus Christ who's in recovery for extreme alcoholism and currently struggle with just a real bad case of just being me. And my name is Rusty, and I'm sure glad to be here. (laughs) On March the 15th, 2011, I was arrested for my second DUI. I blew a .38 on the breathalyzer. Point four is considered lethal. I don't remember the 16th, and I came to on the 17th. I was beat up from head to toe, which I found out later on was self-inflicted. At that time, I was an atheist. I was God, and I was in control. And after I got back to the pod, there were three Pentecostal preachers that would come in on Wednesdays. And one day, one walked up to me and gave me a Bible, and he said, God told me to give you this. I took it, and I promised to read it, and I did, cover to cover. And a few weeks later, in F-Pod cell 5, I got on my hands and knees in that cell, and I poured out my heart, and I told him I believed he was God and that he is in control. And I gave him my life that day. Fast forward, uh, since March the 15th, 2011, I have not touched one drop of alcohol, not one, not one, praise God, since then. Sober for over 12 and a half years, and God has blessed me far more than I deserve. I've been blessed with a whole new life. I'm now retired from a great job. I'm married to a beautiful woman who has shown me what true love really is. And I am a leader here at CR and I have been a deacon in this church. Who'd have thunk it? And only by the grace of God, thank you for letting me share. God is real. God is good. Serious amen. Five thousand one hundred and fifty-three days ago, I sat on my bathroom floor trying to figure out a way out of my drunken stupor of a life. I was contemplating suicide. I was an alcoholic that could not make it through some nights 
without getting so anxious and getting the shakes so badly that I had to get up and get a drink. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that came into recovery for alcoholism. My name is Carmen. I had been in CR before that day, but that day, 14 plus years ago, I received the greatest gift possible. Principle one became real to me. I realized that I was not God, admitted that I am powerless to control my tendencies to do the wrong thing and that my life was unmanageable. I would like to say that once I grasped principle one that things went great, but unfortunately, if my alcoholism had been miraculously removed, I wouldn't be here today. My heart was full of pride and self-centeredness. I had an attitude that anyone could do what they wanted if they worked hard enough and set their mind to it. I learned through CR and step studies that I had to work. I had to change if I wanted to stay sober. I needed to accept guidance, fellowship with others, to do service work, let go of the past, and forgive. I needed to start each day with gratitude, devotions, and a quiet time with God. Through the years, my pride and self-centeredness has been replaced with gratitude and hope. I want more than anything to encourage others that feel hopeless. In Matthew 19, it says, with God, all things are possible. God took my impossible life and made it possible and beautiful, and he can do the same thing for you. Thank you for letting me share. Hi, I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, struggle with alcoholism, drug addiction, and my name is Zach. Howdy, howdy. Um, the big thing for me was alcohol. Um, I was a daily drinker for nine years. Um, I could not picture my life without it. Um, I couldn't even imagine or get a glimpse of what that would look like to live without it. The people that loved me knew that it was killing me and expressed that to me, but I told them that there was just no way that I could see myself not dependent on alcohol and drugs. The desire, was, um, the desire was just too strong, and it would take an absolute miracle. But God intervened in my life uh, when I surrendered to him in a rehab, and he took the desire to use away from me completely and fully. Um, I thought it was impossible, but with God, it was and is possible, and I'm super thankful. Thank you. Hi. Um, I am a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, and I came to celebrate recovery for an alcohol addiction, um, grief, guilt, and shame, and my name is Marissa. I started praying a year, maybe two years before I stopped drinking for the Lord to step in. I had tried a few times on my own with no success. The last year was the hardest for me. It was 2020. I had a thriving career in a nonprofit and an alcohol problem at night. Pandemic work was some of the hardest work I've ever done, and I allowed it to make my drinking worse. Yay, another excuse to drink, right? Well, as I was saying, it was the hardest year for me. 
That year, I lost my oldest sister in April, and in November, my mother and I tested positive for COVID-19. Two weeks in, I had my mother transported to the hospital as she was worsening. I recovered, my mother did not. In early December, I prayed my mother into heaven. This happened to be one of the times that I was sober, and I'm so very thankful for that sober moment. Unfortunately, as soon as I left the hospital, it all came back and hard. I was covered in grief, guilt, shame, and an addiction. I was hopeless and defeated. I parted from my job eight months later as I had nothing left to give. It was October 2021 and I was in a new position and trying my best at life. In the realest way, I was sick of myself. Sick of the drinking and what it was doing to me and my little family. I'm happy to say that that December I took my last drink. I had a trusted childhood friend, amen. Yeah. I had a trusted childhood friend who was doing her best to keep me on the right path. We would do something every night, even just to sit, if that's what it meant. One Monday, she said she wanted to go to CR by my place, and I said yes. All week long, I avoided talking about our weekend plans and hoped she would forget. That Friday came, and she said, I'll be at your house at 6, and my heart dropped. We came that evening in time for dinner and sat at a table together. We spoke of how awkward this was, and I remember a cuss word or two was even said at the table, by accident. But people came up and welcomed us anyway. We sat through the service, and I reluctantly and still fully embarrassed of my addiction took my first blue chip and headed to my first group. Hurts, habits, and hang-ups. She came with me for about three weeks before I was on my own. I was nervous every Friday night, but I showed up. I signed up for my first step study available because God and I discussed that this had to be his way now. I was in a year of saying yes to God, literally the fight of my life. I remember once begging for God to take the taste of alcohol out of my mouth, and I asked him, why can't I thirst for you instead of this? And when I tell you that I begged for this sobriety, I begged. And when I begged to thirst for the Lord, I wasn't playing. And when God put me here, right here, he wasn't playing either. And God doesn't play around. And when he means business, he means it. And I am here for all of it because he truly gave me back my life. Thank you for letting me share.